Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is BC. As we started earlier this week, I'm doing the Distinguished Agent Summit series, right? For those of you who are new, watch the first episode, you're still confused. Um, normally, when I do a coaching uh, program event, like my Distinguished Agent, um, it's closed off to the public and it's exclusively for my members. Because it's grown so much and by popular demand, I've decided to open it up. I've had so many people message me over the years that they really want to come to the events. And I figured, why not? I'll open it up to the public. So this is the first time we're opening it up to the public. And I wanted to officially announce it and kick it off with this series. We brought on Jose on Monday. Now we have another special guest coming up here in a sec that, that I'm going to introduce and then let himself introduce himself. Uh, but these events are powerful. I have speakers from all walks of life coming, real estate, non-real estate. My website is in the description if you guys are interested in getting a ticket. If you cannot make it in person for whatever reason, you can get a virtual ticket, which we'll be selling unlimited spots of. Um, but I really like these events. It's a way for the community to come together, for people to meet each other. And it's a great way for you to, in one event over one or two days, have the most impact get the information that you need and meet some key people. Cause I can say over the last 10 years, attending a lot of these events have led to some of the best friendships, business partnerships and opportunities that I've gotten in my life. So I'm going to bring my guest on now. You guys know him as soon as I bring him on. This man requires no introduction. Chasten, what's going on, bro? What's up, man? How are you? Good, bro. Loving it. I'm happy that obviously that hurricane's missing Miami. I kind of feel bad for everybody in central and the west side of Florida, but I'm happy that it kind of missed us and I don't have to worry about it, you know? But other than that, bro, things are on the up and up. I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited about the event. Um, as you heard, right, I left EXP and joined another company, but that's the subject for another, another <laughs> live. But uh, yeah. you've been doing big things, bro. What's new with you? I know we, we talk pretty regularly, but what's been going on the last like month or two? Yeah, man. I mean, just, just out here working hard on these businesses and Super proud of the growth in, in in my organizations and brought on some some new team members in in a few of my other companies. Purchased a few homes in the last few months and cars and um, finally got up got the car rental business going. So um, you know, really really just leveraging those liabilities into into assets yep. into cash flow things like that. So. Yeah, just just steady moving. I've I've luckily, well, I'll say I'll, I've scaled down a lot of, you know, just the craziness that was going on in the sense of I was working on a lot of stuff mm -hmm. in uh, in the last twelve months, and I was like, all oh, this is unnecessary. Put staff in place and all the the different areas, and so now I'm able just to focus, which mm -hmm. is why I've putting out more content lately and back on my back on my original grind so it's been a lot of fun yeah it's been cool to watch man because uh just like i'm kind of doing i've seen you do it a lot too where you're you're dipping your toes in different things and not just real estate i've been seeing you do like flips and investments you mentioned the car rental business was there something that led to you opening those doors or did it just kind of happen because right place, right time? What was that like? Because a lot of people typically in our space will only do or focus on real estate, whether it's teaching, selling or investing. It's very rare that I see them go outside of that realm. Yeah, you know, interesting with me, I'm the type of person when I hear about something or I see something that that sounds remotely attractive to me, I'm like, OK, how is that? How is it done? And 
I want to do it too. You know, I, I, I don't really limit myself in, in what I'm able to do or what I want to do, even if I don't know how to do it. You know, if I see something being done, I'm like, there's a way and 10 different people can tell me, no, it's not possible. But I'm like, no, I saw that, that guy do it and I want to figure it out. Yeah. Um, so that's how things kind of came about. I mean, even with the investment properties, one person brought me an opportunity and I was just kind of like, why not? You know, um, it, it wasn't necessarily everything was set in place and I was waiting for for that moment of, OK, once it turns June, I'm going to start investing. You know, no, it was an opportunity presented and I know a good opportunity when I see one. And I was like, hey, what the heck? You know, let's just make it happen. So that's how that came about. And it, it I was my car, for instance, I was starting to, to put a lot of miles on it. And I was starting to um, replace a lot of tires, you know, going to these yeah. construction sites and properties always running over a nail or something. And I was like, OK, I've been renting um, either box trucks or renting trucks to haul stuff here and there. And I was like, I just need to buy a bigger car. I need to buy an SUV. Yeah. Um, but I still had a loan on on my everyday um, vehicle. And I wasn't trying to, you know, be doing all that and be adding from one to the other. I didn't think that that was smart, but I saw an opportunity with renting it out, you know, and I knew people were making a lot of money from it. And I drive a really nice car that brings in a lot of income. So it's like, hey, that one rental of one of my vehicles pays for both of them and both insurances. So and a little bit of money on top of that. So it just makes sense. So. It's, it's, it's like that for me. You know, I'm always trying to figure out a way to leverage one thing for another and bring in cash flow. That's amazing, bro. And, and that. And I want to throw this question at you. Do you do you feel like that's something you've acquired or you've always been kind of open minded to that type of stuff? Because I, I see the opposite of what you just described in most people, even like a new agent coming in when they start speaking to me, I can already tell they're the exact opposite of what you just said. And I'm thinking like, man. That's going to be so limiting in their growth in yeah. and outside of real estate. So has that always been in you, bro? Or is that something that you've kind of developed over time? So I'll say I've I've been a natural, I guess, entrepreneur or, or, or having an entrepreneurial spirit. You know, I was that guy back in college that those people can come up to you and be like, hey, you want me to teach you how to make $2,000? Come to this presentation this evening. And I'll sit there in them hotels and watch a presentation yeah, yeah. on Amway or something. I'll be like, okay, how can I do that? You know, so, yeah, yeah. so I've always had that about me and, and I've yeah. done great stuff with it, but I've done some not so great stuff with it, you know. Right. Um, but I'm that type of person where I am open-minded and luckily I've gotten smarter um, these days. So you can't talk me into doing just anything, right. but... Um, I'm very open minded in that sense. However, what I what I feel like the the real skill at the end of the day is having being able to think bigger, you know, being able to think bigger, not not being so limited to, hey, I can only go unlock a door or I can only do this. And as, yeah. as you start to, to go down that real estate path, you'll you'll start asking yourself, is this all it is, you know, or yeah. there has to be more to this or even mm -hmm. just thinking about retirement or doing big things. I mean, 
yeah, you can make a lot of money with real estate, but very few people do that, you know, yeah. or you have to scale in a different way to where your expenses can, can go up from that. So just having that ability to think yeah. bigger outside of the box, it, it'll, it'll get you started, you know? Yeah. Absolutely, man. And that's something I, I've been preaching a lot, especially with the people around me and my team is the vision and having people tap into that. Are you finding it challenging to find people that even to hire, to work with you or to partner up with that? kind of can relate to you on that level of having that vision or at least buying into it? Yeah. And, and I've learned that from experience. Um, not everybody is going to share the vision. And unfortunately for someone like me, um, you can call me a boss, an employer, a leader, someone like me, I, I have a hard time being around people like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and it's, it's not their fault. You can totally blame it on, on me, but for me and my energy and my circle, I have to be around people who um, can see the vision and who can run with it and want to be a part of the vision. So even with hiring agents, I mean, I've I've been down, I've been up and I've been down and, and up. And luckily today I have that core group around me that, you know, wants to be a part of the up and the down, but wants to 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 really see this soar. And so in any of my companies, like you got to be that type of person that if I was to go away for two weeks, it wouldn't just like ruin you or yeah, ruin the business. Right. Like, you know, the vision, I mean, down to even my creative team, like they come up with quotes and and I'm sitting there looking at them like that sounds like something that I would say. But did I actually <laughs> say that, you know, right. and those are the type of people who you want with you because they're all in and I yeah. have to be around all in people. Yeah. How do you go about like creating and cultivating that type of culture within your organization? Yeah, I think it starts with um, starts with the beginning of it. You know, you, you can ask those interview questions. What are your three year, five year, all that? all those kind of goals. I listen a lot, especially during interviews. And even when people are answering that question, I'm like, wait, that goal didn't include me or that goal didn't, didn't include the business or the company. Um, aside from that is mm -hmm. I give projects, I give projects with no direction, mm -hmm. you know, and I want to see is that person, that person who is going to figure it out um, or who's going to ask questions or who's just going to sit back and say, I don't know how to do that. Right. And that tells me a lot about a person. Now, for those people who will figure it out or they'll ask questions, okay, you move to the to the to the next round of things. Everything that I've learned, everything that I've learned, and everything that I do now, I've figured it out some kind of way, mm -hmm. right? I, I wasn't born with all this knowledge, and yeah. so I start to see those same qualities yeah. in other people, and and I want more of that. Luckily, my team now, you know, whenever they're introducing somebody to me for a job or whatever, um, they know how I am and yeah. they know what I look for. And so they bring me more people who kind of match that. Sure. But, you know, it's 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 a little trial and error. Yeah. Um, but eventually through through just different little psychological tests, yeah. um, you can you can see a lot. Yeah. I love that, man, because you're putting people in a position where their true character is going to shine. Mm -hmm. And their true self will be revealed and they can't hide it. And then from there, you can assess, hey, you're a fit or you're not. That's great, bro. Yeah. Um, so one thing I have to ask, bro, and, and this has been an observation of mine. You're one of the few people that I've seen that's gone viral on TikTok without dancing. How did you do it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, TikTok is 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 a different animal. Well, it's it's a lot different from, I think, when we 
first got introduced TikTok. Um, yeah. And it's and it's changing. It's changing a lot. I found a niche and I ran with it. Mm. Is that something you embrace right away? Because like, dude, you're you're somebody who's doing big things on social media. Um, is that like an opportunity that you saw right away that kind of helped you? Because I remember some private conversations that we had about, you know, the direction that you wanted to take things and what you wanted to focus on. Did it tie in with that? Or was it kind of from the beginning? I said, yo, I'm getting on TikTok or Instagram. I'm really just going to take this thing to the top. No, yeah, it was it was a, a brand new mission of mine. So I went into this to this year and and yeah, I've, I've shared this with you. I went into this year just exhausted of real estate. I was I was yeah. exhausted of everything um, from doing the transactions to yeah. making real estate videos. You know, yeah. I was just over it um, because I've, I've been doing it for, for the last 10 years. I didn't know what else to talk about. The YouTube videos had slowed down and my YouTube has historically been known for real estate. My Instagram right. was known for real estate. Everything was real estate. TikTok yeah. was the only place where nobody knew me for nothing. So it was the perfect opportunity for me to pretty much create a new identity. And so I chose to use a different skill set or, or knowledge base of mine, like information that I've that I've known and, and experienced, but never really talked about because that wasn't what my audience was into. And just putting that stuff out there on a platform that I was unfamiliar with, had never been on, people didn't know me. And so I was able to um, find and create a whole new audience on there. It took me over an hour to make my first TikTok, though. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> Still to this day, don't don't know what I'm doing. Um, yeah. But, you know, I understand the algorithms. I, of course, watch training videos on TikTok, too. But it's it, it was my opportunity. And then I bridged. I was able mm -hmm. to bridge that over to Instagram and yeah. now over to YouTube and move in that different niche. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's cool, bro. I, I like that, uh, not even just from the technical standpoint, but a lot of people struggle with that because all of their pride and egos wrapped up in that, oh, I'm the real estate guy or the sales guy, and they don't have that ability to just say, hey, I'm gonna start something new. Um, was that like a switch for you? Or did it take some time for you to fully like transition and be like, okay, I'm gonna do something brand new? Um, it wasn't an overnight switch for me, no. it it. It, I was in that place last year or, or I'll say for the, for the last two years where I was letting, letting my mind get to me, you know, like, yeah. uh, do I do this? Are people going to listen to me? And just all yeah. in my head on it. And, yeah. you know, it, it, it had to come down for me. Just one of those firm commitments like, hey, I'm done with this. This is this is what I'm what I'm going to do. And I didn't know if it would work or not. You know, I didn't know if it would work. I didn't know, you know, what would happen. But I knew, hey, if I needed to go back to this or do that or do whatever, I could always do that. You know, I've done it once. I can do it again. Um, and at the end of the day, the business is still there. But there was nothing in me that that was still hesitant about it. I didn't feel the need to to you know retreat anymore and so i just took it and ran with it it was one of those moments like when you make up your mind about something it's mm -hmm. it's made up and yeah you just move forward another question i have is how has this affected some of the other things that you're doing because i know you mentioned okay i'm kind of like over the real estate videos and stuff i know you have like power unit and all that and um so now as you're creating the new monster and you have all these other creations that you've already made 
how is it has it trickled down and affected everything or or have you still been able to kind of be the new chasing over here and still support what you're doing over here and and keep growing what you've already created yeah good question um i would say it hasn't really affected uh, much or it hasn't been as bad as i as i thought it would be last year and the year before when i was thinking about it um you know of course there there are those people who who still hit me up for real estate, this, that, and the other. And luckily I have those products. I have those offers available and I didn't completely take away yeah. um, every offer for real estate. However, what I did do was, was change my messaging to where, yeah, Hey, you can come to me for real estate, but we're really on, on this financial literacy as, as a whole, you know, real estate is one component of it even with Empower You, know, real estate is one component of it, but you're going to learn all four of our, our areas. And so what I would say is there's been an uptick of, of new eyes and an uptick of even real estate agents seeing different possibilities that they didn't necessarily see before or know about, even with like business credit. And mm -hmm. I've transitioned in a way to where I'm able to apply it to a real estate business so they're able to use those things and it be beneficial, but also getting that knowledge that you can be more than an agent and putting that stuff into to play instead of waiting like I did until I actually needed it. You know, yeah. um, but I don't know. It's 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 been a smoother transition than I than I imagined. Um Definitely a, a, a lot of new clientele, a lot of new people. And even for power unit members, I mean, I told them on a call one day, I was like, look, this is where we're going. I understand if 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 y'all want to dip or this isn't what you signed up for, but but this is where we got to go. And surprisingly, the response from everybody was kind of like, you know, it was all on like, oh, the economy. And yeah, we need to be doing stuff like this. We need to be investing yep. differently. And so I was like, all right, here we yep. go. And, and I think that's something that people um, forget and they almost like uh, even though they want to hold us to a different standard, real life is real life. We're going to evolve and grow. I mean, you mentioned it, bro. We've been doing stuff online for like nine, 10 years now. Are we really going to stay the same for 10 years? Like if I was in the same position, saying the same thing, looking the same, sounding the same, doing the same stuff for 10 years. Yeah. People would be like, dude, you haven't grown and evolved. Like you haven't changed anything in 10 years yet. At the same time, those people after you change will say, we want the old Chasen or we want the old Brian. It's like, dude, we're going to grow and you have to. And then now we bring in the economy and all these outside factors outside of our control. You do have to have the ability to change and adapt and grow. Right. So the fact that you're doing that, I think is amazing. But it shows even with your core group that stayed with you that, hey, you know, you're attracting the right people. And by you kind of opening the doors to other avenues, it kind of reminds me of the stuff that I started doing years ago where I just started showing people different stuff that I was involved in and that I was doing. Because I was, at that time, six, seven years ago, I'm like, dude, I'm tired of just talking about real estate. Like, there's so much more to my life about me than just, hey, I make calls. Hey, I go door to door, you know? And when you share it online, because I want to ask you that question, bro. It's interesting because... You share it and it's you, but then you always have those thoughts like, are people going to watch? Do they care? Do they really want to know this side of me? How was that whole thing with you uh, growing your social media and especially now transitioning? Yeah, so with the transition, views definitely um, 
went down on on certain types of, of videos. So, you know, because I was doing a lot of vlogging with the with the investment stuff. And, you know, so I wasn't getting as many views on there. However, I also had to make a transition with my strategy on on YouTube. Like YouTube is putting a big focus into shorts. And yep. so I saw that as a, as a huge opportunity to um, reintroduce myself um, with my new um, Miles a Million identity, mm -hmm. uh, reintroduce myself in the financial literacy world through YouTube Shorts. And so what's, it's, it, it's been interesting to see the comments because in the comments, you have this like blend of people, like new people who are, who are like, this is amazing. And thank you for sharing this. Then like, you know, the haters, oh, you should just stick to this. Or, you know, they want to tell you how to do this, that and, and the other. And I'm like, well, are you doing it? And then <laughs> there are those people who have, have been there for a while and they all leave comments like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Oh, I've seen how far you've come and this and that. And, and, and I'm like, OK, I'm not just doing this for your entertainment. Like, I want you to apply this, this stuff. Like, you could be proud of me, but I, I want you to use it. Um, but luckily for me, I learned a long time ago to not get consumed in the comments and the views and the this, that and the other, because at the end of the day, it's it's going to reach who it needs to reach. Mm. And I've I've never, you know, been a viral sensation on on YouTube or anything like that. Um, so I'm not caught up in the number of views. Um, every everything that I put out there has a purpose, has a reason behind it. And the people who enter into my my ecosystem end up, you know, doing what I what I intended for them to do versus people who are just hiding behind a keyboard so you know it's just one of those things that comes with the territory absolutely yeah the keyboard warriors are favorites right yeah you're right I'd like ping pong back and forth before with haters where like uh, someone will comment jason's like hey that same dude hates on me too so it's yeah. funny how, like we share haters too it's hilarious it um is. and i want to ask this last question bro before we start wrapping up out of all this stuff that you've described the beginning the middle the now the transition what's been the most satisfying part about all this for you um, I think the most satisfying part is is surprising myself, actually. You know, um, when I first got into the business, I, I was like most new agents. I mean, I thought that, hey, real estate was was one thing I'm supposed to, you know, get up, go show homes every day and get and get listings. But I'm very proud and satisfied of myself that I didn't get stuck, you know, and there are so many points in my career where I could have gotten stuck, even at even at a brokerage that I was at, you know, not leaving that brokerage. I if yeah. if, if I would have still stayed there because, oh, I had friends there or loyalty or whatever you want to call it, yeah. you know, I wouldn't have been exposed to a whole different side of things. Right. If I wouldn't have gotten busy and gotten productive, then I wouldn't have started building a team i wouldn't started hiring people and i wouldn't have learned these essentials of actually building the company you know um if i wouldn't have put myself out there on social media right. i wouldn't have gotten a lot of opportunities you know speaking tv like you name it and so i'm proud of stepping outside of my comfort zone in 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 all these different areas because i'm not a natural born speaker not a natural youtuber not a natural business person these were all outside of my comfort zone 
So it's been very satisfying to sit back and look back and, you know, just even different things in my office, my book, my, my awards and thinking in my head, I was so nervous to even do that. Or I was so scared to pick up the phone or go and go knock on this door. And literally all of that was, was out of not being comfortable and in, in discomfort and uncomfortable situations, but I did it. And that's been very satisfying. I love that, man. What a great response. So you're going to be one of the featured speakers of the Distinguished Agent Summit, right? As per the series, do you have anything in mind that you can share with the audience about what you're going to cover at the event? Or are you going to wait until the last minute like I do to decide what you're going to speak on? I'm literally going to wait till I'm in the Uber headed to your event. <laughs> but no, I mean, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a bring the heat, though. And, and you know, I always speak from the heart, speak from experience. Um try to try to bring bring value and you know i know it's going to hit the right people and i love i love your audience i i love all the the people there i've i've gotten to know some of some of them and and yeah you got you got good 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 people and great speakers that attend your events too great speakers that speak at your events yeah we love having you bro um anything you want to promote anything you got coming up that you want to shout before we uh, wrap up? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, since, since we have been talking a lot about social media and content creation, I actually have a um, content creation five day free challenge coming up. It actually starts Sunday. So, um, but there's still time to register. It's completely free for five days. I'm going to be going deep into growing on social media, you know, um, and this is perfect for beginners. If you have no experience, don't know where to start. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to be going into it. A lot of the, the mindset tactics, things that I've done here, even recently to create a new identity and put myself out there in a different way. Going to be doing it completely free. You can register at the number five. So five day content.com and yeah, start Sunday. Love it, bro. Cool. Thanks for coming on, bro. I appreciate you. Uh, if you guys didn't know, I've had Chase in it literally virtually almost every single Modern Success event, even pre-COVID-19, <laughs> if we can even say that anymore. right? <laughs> uh, yeah, and we love having him. Chase is a cool dude. He's probably one of maybe of a handful of people I've met through social media that I talk to regularly and that I actually like. Right? I'm saying that on camera. Most people I've yeah. met online <laughs> don't like him. Right. So. right. Cool. All right, my dude. Appreciate having you. Um, I'm going to stay on here if you for a few more minutes, dude, but um, I'll be hitting you up after the show. All right. Sounds good. See you soon. Later, bro. Appreciate you. So wrapping up another Distinguished Agent series episode. If you guys want to see Chase and me and these other speakers, um, it's in the description. I'll type it again. Uh, you can go to briancasella.com and grab your tickets. VIP will get you a private dinner one of the nights and some extra bonuses. You have the regular in-person ticket and you can also tune in virtually. Everybody will get a recording of the event. If you come in person, you'll get some extra bonuses like a shirt and some other swag and some other bonuses that we'll give you. But as always, we'll continue the series leading up to the event. It's November 5th and 6th in Columbia, South Carolina. All the details are at briancasella.com. Shout out to Jason. Thank you for coming on. Signing off on this episode, y'all. Peace.